0: Back, everyone, to After the Sermon Ends. We know that after the sermon ends, the conversations can begin. Today, we are doing a very special episode. I'm here with Giovanni Cervantes, youth pastor at La Tribu, and Joshua Calderon. How are we doing, guys?
1: Welcome, you bienvenidos to the Off the Altar podcast. Stop. Oh, wait. Hello. No,
0: I'm not doing that. Uh,
2: what's up, guys? I'm glad to be here on After the Sermon Ends, where uh, I forgot the tag. The, conversation. Word, right? conversations the conversations begin. begin. Yes, on. sir. He's yeah. not a true fan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no. I just have a bad memory. Um, what's up,
1: Joshua? I'm good. I mean, I'm chilling. I'm happy Josh invited us on. Yeah. I'm happy to talk about how Blue Team dominated Yellow okay, Team. Okay. Um, how are you, Josh? <laughs>
0: I'm doing really well. I'm still kind of hurt that yellow team did not get the justice. Y'all deserved. were
1: robbed.
2: Y'all were robbed. Yeah. And as the person who organized the camp, my say is truth. No, y'all it's were not. robbed. Yeah. No, it's not. Man. They were robbed. You lied to me. Admit it. That. You know, they're ro- you you prob- know they are You robbed. probably
1: think red team deserved the the last win too, man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All Here's right.
2: the thing. They got rewarded for the risk they took. I I'm just gonna say that hey everybody took risks.
0: (laughs) so the listener does not know what we're talking about but we are here to review all things uh, camp crazy for Jesus related and we're gonna get to those skits of the very controversial decisions (laughs) made Uh, (laughs) but first I just want you guys to just give your initial reactions and um, yeah for for everything for crazy for Jesus that happened last week we'll we'll start with you Gio
2: oh dang I was gonna I was about to say like you want to go first Joshua I mean, I wanted Joshua to go first because I got like a little bit of a backstory. So I organized this camp um, Mm. five years ago. 2018 was uh, the year I finally and it happened at a camp the year I finally stopped saying no to God on the calling to ministry. Then 2019, I did my like semi training to organize a camp with uh, Carla. Um, I was basically just in charge of like picking of like the teaching aspect. Like, okay, what's the lessons we're gonna do? Um, who's the group leaders gonna be? Mm-hmm. She still organized like activities. Yeah. Um, who's in who? Who's in what group? Uh, who's co- who's the speakers that are, all that stuff? Yeah. 2020, no camp. Right. You know, no reason why. You know, nothing big happened. Just a global pandemic. Um, then 2021 tried to do a camp couldn't do a camp so we did like a sort of weekend conference sort of thing i mean it, it was all right yeah 2022 we finally do a camp again um we got like 12 kids and you know uh, i i mean I, I love it but man was that defeating to yeah. go from like a high point of like having around 60 people to go into like 12 kids 18 liters, right. 30 total. Yeah, and I was like, ah, this, uh, this feels bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just remember, you know, the Lord saying, hey, be faithful in the little. Yeah. Um, and you know that was faithful. A lot of the kids, um, Joshua told me, and a lot of them told him and me that that was the best camp we'd ever had. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you guys are crazy. <laughs> but you know, we went for it, and we worked through the year. And I mean, God can, throughout that year of 2022 to the beginning of first half of 2023 this yeah. year, God just connected us to so many people mm-hmm. to where we went from having the smallest camp or one of the smallest camps we've ever had. I, Cause I wasn't there for the first one. That one might've been smaller to having probably the biggest camp we've ever had, right? which was just wild. Yeah and everything was awesome mm-hmm. seeing everyone connect to the community the uh, you know what's one of my favorite things about camp seeing how the first day everyone's freaking out about the fact that they there's no like signal and i won't give them the wi-fi yeah <laughs> and by like the second third day they forget that they even brought a phone with them right right i mean that's just i love it um seeing everyone you know worship together uh be get competitive like you know mm-hmm. what we'll what we were talking about at the beginning with the costume challenges mm-hmm. which, which we'll get to just the community and seeing the lord move um seeing people come to christ is always amazing hey we had seven yeah. around seven people saved this year mm-hmm. um beautiful beautiful ah, camp was awesome it was amazing that's my like overall summary i guess it right. was just amazing god blessed us i was blessed um a lot of kids were blessed. I hope you guys were blessed. Yeah, and uh, I hope we
1: were able to bless God through our work. Mm-hmm. For sure. What about you, Joshua? I mean, camp, camp is is awesome every year. Camp is awesome every year. But yeah, this time I had to lead for the first time ever, and I was like, whoa, whoa. And um, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed that. It was it was interesting because I mean, I did the kids' camp. And everyone was like, oh, you're the best leader. But, like, I mean, I didn't do anything. <laughs> all what are you I did talking was, about? You were Fleeby. Yeah, that's pretty much all I did. I said my name was Fleeby. <laughs> that was it, you know. But this one I actually had to teach. And hearing people say, like, oh, you were the best leader, I was like, oh, my heart. Oh, man. <laughs> like, yeah. my heart was so heavy with the with everything. And then them telling me, like, oh, man, you're the best leader. Oh, you helped us out so much. And I'm like, oh, that hurts. I mean, it doesn't hurt, but, it, like, it, it hurts in a good way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I really enjoyed spending time with the City Church kids. Shout out Liam and my Soski, <laughs> Bro, Mason, what a stand-up guy, man. Yeah. Incredible character. And Liam, top-tier funny, bro. Oh, my a- gosh. What a kid. <laughs> when he got Josh, man, he was the only one who was willing to do it, and he did it so happily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed everybody, man. All the postal kids, all the Sundays on Sunday morning kids, everybody, everyone. Like I enjoyed spending time with every single person there. And um, yeah, it was just a a really cool experience getting a lead because I was with someone who was already a veteran leader and I had to help, I had to help lead with her. And at the end of it, she was like, Hey, honestly, when you, when we first started talking about leading, I was really, like, nervous about having to work with you because you were telling me, like, oh, you're kind of nervous about doing this because you've never led anything. And she was like, but honestly, I've had the most incredible time getting to lead with you. Mm. And it was just, I'm just so grateful. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Camp was top tier. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So our experience coming into it or my experience coming into it, you know, this is the, the first ever year of the, the City Church Youth Group. You know, we started back in August. We launched with a few a few middle schoolers and uh, getting to uh, come a whole year with them. And then finally to come to our first ever summer camp. Like it was it was incredible. And, you know, we've we've gone to Rally Weekend together. We've done a few different events, but like this is the first like big event for most of our students, like a whole week away and getting seeing them grow in their faith seeing them connect with other students from other churches i think like what do we have like six other churches there As the, uh, see it was la tribu Pozo, sunday morning casa de Fe,
2: and city it was five churches five churches yeah
0: yeah and you know almost 60 kids there like it's it's a bigger event than like any of our kids have experienced so it was it was really cool to see them experience that and just the um, just the genuine connections being made all over the place. Like, yeah. um, the, the, I think the four, like our, all the groups were split into, um, it was the, the green, red and yellow and blue teams. Mm-hmm. And like, they got to connect with all of these different kids from these different churches that the whole week. And I think that like intentionality, uh, was really, really helpful in getting people, like getting these students to, just have these walls torn down and like really, uh, start dealing with, you know, things in their lives. So I thought that was a uh, really, really good. And, um, just an incredible first camp experience for city church youth. So,
2: yeah. And you know, that's the, the goal of like, cause so the placing of kids in groups, it's random, but at the same time, so I'll like randomly do it and then I'll look through and I'm like, all right, let me make sure, uh, that random generator on Google wasn't a little bit too generous. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you'll ask me, hey, is this a good idea <laughs> well, to no, have no, these no. two people? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the other thing. Cause like then I'll ask, um, I'll ask Joshua. So Joshua, uh, for those of y'all listening, he's 21. I'm 26. He's been, he was actually in the youth group with some of those students. Yeah. Um, they were probably, what, eighth grade while you were a senior? So he knows the, the pairings a little bit more. Mm. Um, so I, I'll ask him, like, hey, so. If I put these guys together, are they going to be a little bit too wild? Um, and, you know, at the end, you know, we got uh, the finished groups and I was pretty happy about it. Yeah. And uh, th- that's the intention, you know, like, hey, meet new people. Don't just get with your your normal click. Um, the first few days, we actually uh, force everyone to eat with their team. Um, then after that, we're like, all right, you know, just go wherever. And yeah. then you find that no one's with their regular clique anymore yep. they're going um well almost everyone well almost no one's with their regular mm-hmm. click some people are very stubborn when it comes to that yeah but you know just everyone talking to each other doing life together um and again man and i cannot say this enough no phones i mean praise the lord yeah, for that it was great um <laughs> it, it's just really heartwarming to see that you know especially um what what the kids, you know, I I know you have them here, like we have them over there, the kids that just don't want to come out of their shell. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it's just amazing what the Lord does whenever you spend 24 hours just doing things focused solely on Him. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I do want to dive into kind of just the content of of the whole camp. Uh, The theme was identity so I guess Gia, like what was the, the intention with selecting this theme going into camp for identity? So we were wrestling with a
2: lot of things. Um, I was talking with pastor Mauricio and, uh, we do, we like to use these videos. We think they're engaging, they're more engaging with the students and you know, they're, they're funny, but they're serious at the same time. Um, they're from life.church, mm-hmm. Those are the videos that we used. And, uh, I was kind of wrestling with the theme of resurrection since I was like, you know, yeah. I mean, last year was the comeback camp after COVID, but this year's the real comeback camp. But like that was like that felt very my agenda. Mm -hmm. Um, So we went through, we went through a couple ones. Um, There's another uh, series we taught called The Party, where it's like it revolves around kids at a party Mm -hmm. and um, them going through like gossip and uh, peer pressure and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. There was another one called the uh, Relationship Status. It's all about relationships mm. and, you know, immature, like, love and all that stuff. And then there was the one we did called The Trials. Mm. And the, the question came down to, well, what do you think students are struggling with the most today? Or what message do you think is the most valuable to them? And that's what me and Pastor Mauricio were talking about um, praying about and looking for throughout the year. Yeah. Uh, January comes, which is when we're like, okay, we got to start solidifying this stuff now. And, uh, I think, you know, I think the trials and the theme of identity, that's it. Uh, especially in the world today, the culture today, society today, everyone or everything around you is trying to tell you this is your identity right. You or your identity needs to be based on this aspect of yourself. Mm. Um, and this was just, a a great time to speak the truth of, no, your identity is based on Christ, on who he is, on who he says you are. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, we, we had done this one before when I was a student. Yeah. So I, I knew it, I'd heard it. Um, it was also timeless. Uh, for example, the relationship one, I was like, okay, like that one's the, the, I guess the message is good but it's like based around Facebook mm. and none of these kids have Facebook anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but this one was like, it's, it's timeless, mm. you know, it's a message and it has references that anyone can go through. Cause you got, uh, the first one has to do with, uh, a kid that just keeps making mistakes and messing up in life. Then the second one has to do with, um, a, a girl who has a lot of, um, what is it? Like rumors spread around her because of you know, she has like a bad reputation and all that stuff. Then it's a girl who has uh self confidence issues and you know, she's concerned about what others say she is. And then the last one is a guy, it's like an athlete mm-hmm. that based his whole identity on uh playing basketball, then he gets injured and he gets so I mean those are like timeless concepts that are relatable right. to anyone at any time. Yeah. So that, that's where it came down to. Um, then we actually did something new this year with uh, the sermons. Usually we kind of just invite people to speak and kind of just tell them like, hey, you just speak on whatever you want to speak on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hopefully it ends up applying well. Yeah. Um, but this year we gave the the big, I, at first I was thinking like, oh, you know, God's greater than than me, right? That, that was the original idea. But then it was, no, I, I think it'd be better and more intentional to just base it on the small group lessons, which is identity. Yeah. So everyone comes and gives uh, a sermon on identity. And I just w- I want to shout out uh, Pastor Marcus, who took the first day, which is usually the hardest day yep. because everyone is awkward. N- everyone that there's the people that didn't want to go still don't want to be there. Right. Uh. No one wants to no one knows each other, really. But he came and he gave a great message. And it honestly just set the foundation for everyone that spoke after him. Mm-hmm. Like, I I think all of us, um, Jose, myself, Pastor Mauricio, mm-hmm. we all just use that foundation mm-hmm. of um, what well, he taught, Mars, right? Your yeah. identity isn't set in materials and uh, it achievement. Was achievement. I was going to say abilities um, in relationships or in self. Yeah, And uh, like it. He, Marcus just did a great job setting the the foundation for the rest of the week. But yeah, and then, you know, we had the night devotionals, which I actually wasn't that involved in. Uh, Joshua, if you want to speak a little bit about that.
1: I was only involved in one night, but yeah, I did one devotional. I think it was the third day. Do you remember? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. First day was Hotam, then it was Carlos, then me. And I don't know if we did one on the last day, did we?
0: Kind of. I think it was supposed to be Ramses, but he... I think how no, Tom kind oh of yeah and we
1: one. yeah we kind of just covered everything <laughs> kind of just covered everything from the devotionals yeah the devotionals that a lot of people have told me that it did resonate with them because I mean each night was basically about friendships hmm. and uh relationships and we talked a lot about proverbs um uh, as iron sharpens iron a friend sharpens a friend and um the other one I said was a true friend sticks closer than a brother and, uh, yeah, everyone's been telling me that they really enjoyed those because now they started to, like, really think about their friendships and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I talked about that your friendship circle really does matter because there's a story when uh, a group of friends brought their paralyzed friend to Jesus and carried him through a roof. And I was like, if you think your friend your friend group doesn't matter, then you should think about this story because do you think your friends would carry you all the way there mm-hmm. just, to, just for you to be healed? And, um, yeah, I I hope that story, I haven't heard anyone say anything about that story, but, like, all the other stuff. But I hope that story really did stick out with people Yeah. because that, that story has helped me a lot. But, yeah, devotionals, they, they went really well. And basically everyone kind of chipped in their own little things with all the devotionals, mm-hmm. and that was really fun.
0: Yeah, I think like those were really key for taking the theme of identity, which can be a very, you know, self-focused theme of mm-hmm. like, oh, we're trying to figure out our identity. We're, we're all working to put our identity in Christ, which is a necessary fight. But it those devotions that at least for the guys um, really served to bring the community back into it to say, no, this faith is not done by yourself, like, you're doing this with other people, and you need the, these other people around you to continue to remind you of your identity in Christ. And if you have people in your life that are taking you away from that, distracting you from identity, and placing other things as your identity, because their identities aren't set on Christ, like, that's where you you can start getting on that slippery road. So um, that was really crucial, I think, just the, just backing that up, bringing in the practical side of things, bringing it back to community as well. So... Yeah.
2: And, uh, I mean, just to cover, um, so sermons, right? Like yeah. Mars, uh, not Mars, Marcus, uh, we already talked, you know, his basis was, uh, Mars. Hey, your identity needs to be set on something bigger than yourself. And mm-hmm. we get, um, Jose who he comes and he talks about, um, the, the big thing was, uh, he yelled shut hell up. All right. If you weren't paying attention, that probably like freaked you out a little bit. He said, yeah. shut hell up
1: mm-hmm. um i heard one of the kids like right in front of me he was like oh i thought he was talking to me <laughs> i was like yeah then you should probably shut up <laughs> yeah no. and I, I
2: uh i <laughs> it's funny because he yelled it so if you thought he was talking to you uh oh, but uh right. i talked to him afterwards and he said oh no that was very intentional because yep. whoever wasn't paying attention they were paying attention yeah yeah uh, but his, his basis was um you're your identity has to be, you know, um, rooted in God's word because I, well, it was. It's unchanging. It's um, help me out here, guys. I'd have a bad memory. Un-
1: it, it, it's unchanging. It never conforms. Yeah.
2: It never conforms.
1: It never, never moves.
2: It, yeah. Well, I think that goes with unchanging. No, right?
1: but that's what he was saying. He was oh, saying okay. it's unchanging. It never, it never moves and it never conforms. conforms. I think there was one more, but I'm not sure. You remember I don't remember man My, I'm blanking
2: but that that was the basis right yeah. your identity is rooted in his word um, I, I came I talked about Moses your identity hmm. isn't very much not rooted in yourself but in who God is and who he says you are pastor Mauricio comes in the last day and he says the father gives you the identity through the parable yeah. of the prodigal son right so um again you know perfect just everything built up on each other Mm. Uh, again marcus if you're listening thank you so much that foundation that you set was so key Uh, i i like i said i think everyone referenced uh mars at some point in every
1: sermon every sermon you yeah. heard is Mars <laughs> yeah cuz uh, i mean it was just uh, i'd never heard that before mm-hmm. yeah that, dude it was it was really good it was am- like i was like and whoa and bro i've heard a lot of people say that that uh, a lot of the students saying that that was that was their favorite one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and, that's awesome
0: yeah so uh moving on a little bit before we get into kind of like the the fun stuff i did want to ask like was there any like difficulty or big hurdle either leading up to camp or like while you guys were there that like you felt like it was just you were constantly coming up against. It. You go first cuz I, I, think, I yeah, got I was, a lot of fires. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I think say. I'll go first cuz
1: yeah. Gio's going to talk for another hour. <laughs> 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 okay. Um difficulties and hurdles. Yeah, I mean I I kind of like dropped a little bit on mine. Um I was nervous because I'd never led anything before, but mm-hmm. God is so gracious and knows how to plan things out yeah. that the week before we started uh well the week we started uh meeting up to talk about the classes and everything. Um, Taylor Kazaya from City Church called my dad and said hey we need help for our kids camp and my dad was like Joshua can do it and he he told me two days before I had to leave (laughs) so then I was like okay I guess I have to do it now so then um, yeah I went to that and that helped like set a foundation Mm -hmm. on uh, not like I guess it set the foundation on I need to have the respect of a leader you know Mm -hmm. So, that that helped me with that. And uh, and also, it helped with the devotionals, me, Wesley, and uh, shout out Joseph and Wesley. Um, we had to uh, do devotionals, and Wesley wanted me to do one. And um, it helped with my thought process of serving, too. I had to be like, nope, I don't matter here, I'm going to serve. Nope, That's, I don't yeah. matter in this spot, I got to serve. Yeah. So, that helped a lot. And then the week after that we had VBS mm-hmm. where I actually had to have a little more of that respect factor. Cause I actually had to teach a little bit of things now. Yeah. And, and I was hosting, which also helped with the hosting. I can man, God is so good. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, that's Everything just cool. set up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's such a cool perspective because like going into it for me, like the biggest difficulty, cause I, I mean, I went on all those same things that you did, but the difficulty for me was like, you know, feeling like drained and burnout going into camp. Like I was combating that and feeling like, Oh, like, I don't know if I have enough energy for camp. But honestly, like, that's where you, that's where you came in. It's like seeing you do all of that and seeing your energy constantly and like never wavering. Like that was really encouraging for me. I was like, oh, if Josh can do it, like I'm, I'm in it too. Like we're in this together.
1: Of course you can, man. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, And like, I've been doing some of these camps for a long time, but it's easy for me just to be like, to feel sorry for myself. Like, oh, I just have so much to do. Mm -hmm. But honestly, it's like, no, it's like, it's not about me. Like, and then like first day of camp, I get there and God's already changed my perspective. And he's like, no, it's not about you at all here. There's kids that really need the gospel Mm -hmm. that really need you to pour into them it's like so get ready and and you know i could look at the the previous two the previous month of kids camp, bbs and everything else in between as like a hindrance to that because of energy or i could look at it like you saying oh it's preparing me for for that heart for ministry and like that those like the eyes and the awareness that i need as well so that was that was crucial
1: yeah man and um yeah i mean I I, ba- I bounced off of everyone like with their energy too like I had to be like oh they're not they're not. like I knew Gio was incredibly stressed all year for camp but I was like man but Gio still got like this fire energy even for the kids camp like yeah. um, I mean yeah for the the VBS Gio was like yo you and me gotta hype up all these little kids <laughs> and uh, I was like bet and I just get hyped up with yeah. them and I'm like I'm like I know Gio is like thinking a bunch about camp, but when VBS would come, he was like, yo, what's up, kids? Get up and dance and stuff, right? And uh, that that helped me a lot, too, and uh, I mean, you said that you bounced off of me, but, like, I would see you like, when you were Professor X, like, I was like, man, he's so happy doing this. I I got a <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Professor X and Doctor Suss. Yeah, <laughs> I would see <laughs> what <laughs> that was Matthew's name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was our scientist names for the the science experience <laughs> for the VBS Doctor Suss. Man, <laughs> it was awesome.
1: But yeah, I would see them like so happy and excited to teach his kids, and I was like, man, I gotta I gotta be excited too. I can't let it I can't let it be wavered, you know. But yeah, like that was one of my uh, stepping stone things. And um, at camp, I did struggle with um, trying to get kids to calm down. That was hard, man. Because little kids, for some reason, it was easier. It's like, all right, stop talking. Everyone, when you hear me, clap. And I'll clap, right? Yeah. And then, but all these teenagers are like, I don't care. Blah blah blah. blah. I'm better than you. (laughs) And (laughs) it was hard, man, like trying to get them to stop talking. And there was one student who I had to like legit have a serious talk with him. I was like, hey, man. I need you to pay attention cuz I've seen you speak through almost every sermon. And um having to have that those serious talks like you can't do that with the little kids. Yep. But with the teenagers like you have to have them if they're not. So I was like, "Hey man, I need you to pay attention." Yeah. Like you're making it really hard for uh, a lot of us, man. Yeah. And um uh getting uh this one student who was on my team, his name is Body. He was just like super energetic, right? Super like happy and always like energetic having to calm him down that was because he was super respectful during the Mm -hmm. teachings he answered everything he was like always the first one to like raise his hand and stuff but he just like was so like energetic i'm like hey calm down (laughs) a little bit man (laughs) i need you to listen to this part yeah yeah (laughs) those are like my biggest like Mm -hmm. all
0: right
2: gia what about you uh okay so we'll start with the stuff before the camp so i just want to start off with everyone please have grace on me this was my second time actually like organizing a camp myself uh basically 2020 happened our old organizer once 2022 like came she was like yeah um you did a pretty good job with that conference that two-day conference i'm just uh i'm done i'm not organizing camps anymore (laughs) (laughs) so um it was a it was a camp for like 12 kids 30 people total so you know it wasn't that big a deal um then you know new year starts we set a goal of 45 total people. I'm like, okay, that's doable. Um, everything's going good. I'm like, all right, 45. I don't have to worry much. Uh, we got a good bit of money saved up from fundraisers last year. I think we can, uh, you know, we don't have to worry so much about that, especially with these new connections and we're doing stuff outside of camp where our band is getting, uh, hired well, not hired, but like, um, booked, I guess for different church events and I'm a part of the band. So, I'm like, all right, I don't have to worry so much about fundraising. Mm -hmm. The two months from when the camp's like, going to start, the numbers just start going up. Yeah. And we quickly pass our goal. And I'm like, oh, no, we need to fundraise. (laughs) Uh, So we start fundraising, and we we sell food on pambasos. Those Mm -hmm. were the the sandwiches that we ate on the last day. Yes. Yeah. But you see, they have meat. Mm -hmm. And I forgot that Gainesville, which is a very – heavily populated with hispanic catholics they don't eat meat up until after easter mm. every friday yeah we decide to sell those on atlanta highway on a friday mm-hmm. and so little of them get sold <laughs> and we're just like why is no one coming like why does no one want the these this food it's good it's delicious all that stuff are we charging too much my mom in her wisdom tells me, Hey, I think you guys chose the wrong day to sell. Yeah. So, you know, we tried again a month later. I mean, crazy good, but that was basically the only money we raised. We raised around, uh, probably a little bit over Mm $1,300 from that. Um, and then after accounting for, um, what was spent to buy all the stuff, all the ingredients and all that, um, it was probably closer to around like $900 Mm -hmm. raised. So, oh, you know, we prayed to the Lord. I hope that is enough. And uh, so then uh, there was tension between um, the the people in charge of the kitchen and me. That tension was because of a lack of communication. Mm-hmm. Um, we just didn't talk to each other. So there was a big confusion in where they thought that I was unhappy with how they were running the kitchen and the menu and that I wanted them to change it. And I thought that they were upset with me because we didn't have enough money. Mm. (laughs) So there was just this huge miscommunication where finally uh, a week, no, like two weeks before the camp. No, it was a week before. We just get on the phone. We talk it out. We see that it's just a miscommunication. Everything's good. Yeah. And um, but that was fixed, you know, Mm mm-hmm. Then we get to the point, like, we're we're celebrating. Oh, you know, we planned for 45 people total. We have 54 kids mm-hmm. alone, uh, 83 people total. This is awesome. This is amazing. We're celebrating them. We're like, oh, wait, how are we going to get everyone over there? Yep. And so we start scrambling to find <laughs> uh, a bus or rent some vans. Uh, thankfully, shout out to uh, Montgomery Memorial Church. Yep. They have a big charter bus. They just allowed us to use it. Um. it it was all for free they didn't even charge us for the fuel wow um if any of y'all are listening thank you so much that was a huge blessing to us Mm -hmm. um but again you know that got solved you know you'll you'll see a constant theme in these fires i talk about it's just uh, the lord has it all taken care of Mm -hmm. so um we get we get to the camp and you know everything's running smooth i'm pretty uh the first day, everything's good. Uh, for the second day, everything's good. But then the second night comes. And let me tell you, even when I was a student, I slept more than that night. Yep. Because <laughs> uh, the guys, you know, they... Oh, my. I completely... <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea what he was talking about. I was like, why didn't he... Oh. <laughs> so the guys... um they they went out and they did a couple of things. I I had to talk to them about some stuff, get them in, in trouble for it. Yeah. Um. Just because it was against the the policies of the camp, and we want to be respectful to um, Mountain Fellowship Camp. We mm-hmm. love them. They treat us very well, so you know we want to follow all the rules they set up. We want to you know respect that. Um. But what kept me up wasn't that I was asleep during that. <laughs> what kept me up is they got the genius idea to go and prank uh the girls. Now, either of you go to the girls uh where the girls were staying? Nope. No, okay. So, it is like probably 2 miles away from where the guys stay. Yeah. And it get doesn't it doesn't not get pitch black oh, out yeah. there. Yeah. Super super dark. So dark. And it's bear country. But these guys braved the way over there anyways. And um so it's like What like 3 a.m. And I wake up because I heard I thought I heard the walkie go off. And I was like, "Did the walkie just go off. Or am I dreaming? And I'm like, I wait. And I'm like, "Okay, I think I'm just dreaming. And I like try to go back to sleep. Then I hear it and I get up and then they're freaking out. And they're like, someone's at our cabin. They've been knocking on the door. I'm like. I don't even like wake up fully. I'm like, hey, let's go. Uh, pastor mauricio's woken up by this point too we Mm -hmm. hop in the car we drive over there and you know we start looking around um and there's no one there and i'm like okay like all right what happened tell me Mm -hmm. like oh well someone was banging on the door and they were like i think they were trying to look in through the window and i'm like over here like freaked out and i was like okay how long ago did this happen and they're like oh it happened like 30 minutes ago I'm like, oh, there's no way this guy... And then later, I find out it wasn't 30 minutes. It was actually an hour. Oh, my god. <laughs> so, I'm like, oh, well, whoever it was is long gone. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, okay, well, if anything happens again, just let me know. So, we go, and as we're driving back, I'm like... I'm, I wake up more, and I'm like, oh, it's definitely the boys. The boys da- and uh, your dad, Joshua, he's actually so sca- so against that idea no there's no way why would they make that run it's too dark they would never do that like, it's the guys it's the guys <laughs> but we go back um i can't sleep because i'm awake mm-hmm. i'm like that i have that in my mind um 4 a.m i get another call in Milwaukee. um hey we hear stuff there's like doors opening and closing and all that i'm like okay uh, we go out. It's raining. I already have it in my head. It's like, okay, it's not. It's not anything. They're just hearing the rain. Mm-hmm. So we go again. Nothing. This time we bring Luis, <laughs> um, and Luis, being the drama queen he is, brings his uh, his his, his weapon, his gun <laughs> with him, or the flashlight. Again, nothing. We're good. We leave. <coughs> 5 a.m. I finally start to get some sleep and get another call. <laughs> so. Um, but I'm like, all right, it's nothing. We know it's nothing. Should we wake up Luis? And Pastor Mauricio, he goes, go wake him up. If I don't get any sleep, no one gets any sleep. <laughs> so we go. And I, again, you know,
1: nothing. This time. Hey, uh, hey, you got to see the correct terms he used.
2: No, he he asked me because I said I'm going to use it one day for a sermon illustration. And he told me to leave that word out. Okay. It's not a guys. It's not a cuss word. Uh, basically, it's, he said uh, animal in yeah. Spanish it's just uh informal i guess Uh, yeah yeah yeah. but yeah he he, what he said was um go wake that animal up if i don't sleep no one sleeps (laughs) um so we go and it's nothing by then it's like 5 30 i'm not getting any sleep anymore um i get maybe an hour more of sleep right uh and that's the day i'm like concerned i'm like concerned because that day I had to like give the message at night. Right. So I'm like, how am I going to stay up, man? I haven't drank an energy drink in like three weeks. I'm going to have to break it. Um, and, uh, you know, later on, you know, I'm talking with the guys. I'm hearing rumors and it's confirmed. Like it's, it was the guys. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, boys will be boys. I'm just annoyed that I did. I lost sleep over it. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, that, that wasn't really too bad. Uh, I'd say like the real oh here was a real fire on one of the days oh we we were going to do hamburgers all the bread for the hamburgers just went bad oh man like it just all got moldy they had to throw it all away so then uh pastor Mauricio had to go out and buy some more to like the closest store he could find right um and you know we had to stall i was like all right guys um extra time to prepare for your costume challenges um okay we're gonna play a game out here that that was the day we played uh heads up seven up in the kitchen it was just like i i don't know what to do we used to do this in kindergarten um but yeah man they enjoyed it i don't think any of them actually caught on to that yeah i I don't think so either and Mm. oh the the people organizing the kitchen they um counted the days wrong And they didn't account for the dinner of the first day because we got there at 4 p.m. They didn't account for that. So then they realized they didn't buy enough food. Mm -hmm. So, again, someone had to leave and go get some food for an extra dinner. So it it was just crazy, but it was a lot of keeping people calm. I'm trying to move people around so no one notices an absence asking. Oh, this is a man. Valeria, if you're listening to this, you are a real MVP because I've been told that you actually don't know how to cook. But I stuck you in the cooking uh, activity and the kitchen not knowing that. And you did not
1: give a single complaint.
2: And I heard you did great. So, yeah, thank also, you a lot for that.
1: Also, one day while they were making the taquitos, all the tortillas kept breaking. So, they had to buy more and remake some more and stuff. Everything with the kitchen kept going wrong. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a little crazy. <laughs> poor, um, poor
0: kitchen ladies.
1: The. The last thing
2: that I really would say was a fire that we had to, con- we never could put it out fully, but we had to keep under control was, um, you know, the, there was, the spirit was there. But on top of that was just a cloud of hormones. Mm-hmm. So, yep. we, I, like I said, this was my second camp organizing it myself. Before that, uh, my first camp, it was just the kids from La Triu. They all knew each other. They all worshiped together and all that. So didn't even have to worry about that. With with, go, with my 12 suddenly being exposed to this other huge quantity of kids, it was just crazy. Mm. Like, okay, I don't think those kids are worshiping. Someone go separate them. <laughs> uh, and it was... It was wild. And then uh, it, it was wild, mm-hmm. you know, having to keep an eye on everyone. Hey, where are you guys going to the bathroom? Well, you guys don't go. Y'all don't go to the same bathroom. <laughs> so y'all aren't going together. Uh, it, it was yeah. uh, oh, well, the group guys sneaking out, you know, then we kind of were like, oh, it's a harmless prank. And then someone gets the idea. Just like, but what if it isn't? Mm-hmm. What if it's not even intentionally yep. a prank? Yep. So it's like, okay, I guess we're going to have to keep a an eye out for that now too yeah so that's something we uh we're learning to deal with um Mm -hmm. thank god you know we were able to keep it under control this time but next year we have that in mind and we will be a lot more ready for that because really just never having been in charge of that many kids Mm -hmm. uh that just was something i had uh, we had to um figure out on the spot yeah uh But, yeah, those are those are the the big fires. Oh, the last one would be right when we're leaving. um, The girls decided to not clean their cabin and bring their stuff like when they came for breakfast. The intention was, you know, everyone would clean up, pack their stuff, bring their stuff while they go to breakfast. Then we all just load up into the bus and we leave. So they decided they didn't do that. Mm -hmm. They left their stuff at the cabin and uh so while the girls were eating leaders went over there to try to clean in that uh during that time a lot of stuff got mixed up before we were leaving there was a lot of craziness of, yeah where's my phone where's my airpods one girl was like i need the i need uh the camp's email i was like why I was like i want to know if they found my airpods i'm just like you just got to accept they're gone. <laughs> you just have to accept that they're yeah. gone. She ended up finding them. They yeah. were in like a, someone's uh, pouch or something. Nice. Nice. But yeah, so that that was a little last a little bit of
0: craziness before yep. we got out of there. Camp, but yeah. that's about it. Nice. Yeah. 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 Um for me personally, it was a pretty smooth camp. Like <laughs> I got pranked a couple times by Liam, you know, <laughs> but it, it
1: was Liam every time. <laughs> yes.
0: Um but no, but other than that, like it was a pretty seamless camp from, from my perspective. So that was like, I like really enjoyable by me. Cause like, I just, um, there was no stress on my end. So good job Geo for <laughs> yeah. putting out all those fires. Well, yeah. For
1: holding all of our stress.
2: <laughs> well, here's the thing. So everyone kept asking me like, Oh, are you stressed? Like I had people come and like, you know, try to rub my shoulders. Like are you? I'm like, guys, I'm fine. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm no more stressed. Like I really, all the stress comes before being there. Once I was there, like I was pretty chill the after I gave my message, you know, then I was like super chill, yeah, like that i was this is probably surprisingly one of the least stressful camps ever for me awesome it was
1: i uh, I liked it um even with the hormones and everything, yeah, I think everyone held stress together yeah yeah the, so I, I will
2: say yeah the hormones were probably the most stressful thing Yeah, definitely it, that, that, that really was yeah. it was just in the middle the middle of worship and you, you yeah. just yeah it's like come, come on man. And I, I see that and i'm like oh okay i'm gonna yeah. go ask them if they want to accept jesus that <laughs> that's your, that sure that because that cools the hormones down and uh you know sometimes they say yes yeah so.
0: that was awesome all right um so how we how how are we gonna talk about skits here? Are we gonna <laughs>
1: Blue team on top, yellow team did first pretty of all, good. First of all,
0: <laughs> yeah, first of all, Gio, can you explain what the costume challenge is for our listeners?
2: Okay, so every year well, when I first started uh as a student, we did this it wasn't even a costume challenge. They just it was like a I, I mean it was a costume challenge, but it was based solely on the costume. Whoever had the best costume would win it. Yeah. Um, so it was like, and it was always something like superheroes. And it was, you make up your original superhero. Yeah, it was like, like a like, very
1: broad thing. Yeah.
2: So then um, eventually someone said suggested, hey, how come we don't do Bible, Bible stuff? Yeah. So they put in Bible stories. Once they put in Bible stories, it kind of went from just a costume challenge to like a skit. Yeah. And then the skit. That, that changed um, the non-biblical stuff to like uh, Star Wars this one year or pirates or cowboys and stuff like that. So um, eventually we got to what we have now, which is a, uh, it's a, we call them, we still call them the costume challenges, but they're really more based on the skits. Mm-hmm. The skits are usually funny. This year we had a dark horse that ended up winning being serious yeah. they um they did the last supper of jesus and honestly it was i i liked it yeah. it was beautiful um it, i think they took a big risk and
1: they were rewarded for it josh was salty because he thinks he should have won that no, day. no i just think it's funny because i didn't tell you this but like after this game i was like, remember how one day you told me you were like didn't geo say that the skits weren't supposed to be long and red team <laughs> keeps making them long i told geo that And then I was like, yeah, also, you said the skits had to be accurate. Wee Wee's didn't have a monologue in the Bible.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, and that's the thing with the rules, too. Like, I'm like, okay, guys, don't make it long and no one cares. Or I'll be like, I mean, at least they listen to the no
1: blasphemy stuff. Yeah. Um, Yeah, dude. I had to, like, keep everyone in check for that. I was like, no, we're not doing that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So uh
2: we so we did uh what was it moses yeah. uh scooby-doo and uh any story from the book of matthew mm-hmm. and it,
0: it it was fun um yeah blue team won the first two and then red team who was the the serious skit on the last night won uh the with the lord's supper so I yeah. do think yellow team, which was Josh's team, was robbed on the
2: second day. I think they should have won the okay. Scooby Doo one. Okay. Yeah, Joshua was saying that because no. he was on the
1: blue team. I don't. Won. I don't mind. I don't mind that. If they won, I would have been like, "Cool." I do believe that blue should have had second. I don't know why Gio thinks green should have had. I, second. Did, I
2: don't. I just liked greens that day. What?
1: What? What was part of green's game? Bro,
2: look. I don't remember. <laughs> okay. I was running. I was running. Uh, Scooby Doo was what the. Scooby-Doo. Scooby Doo. <laughs> Scooby. Scooby Doo was Wednesday, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that was a day that I was kept up all night, <laughs> so I don't, I don't remember a lot. Yeah, um, but I remember I liked yellow and green. I remember I did not like blues at all. You probably didn't like greens, and you mixed up the colors, man. I don't know, man, <laughs> but it, I, I do. I think yellow team was robbed um, on the last day. If the red team hadn't thrown that. Uh, that risky like serious skit y'all would have probably won the the last day
1: yeah dude ours was so accurate and we did four different stories man yeah we did uh when the lady comes and washes uh pours the perfume over jesus and then we did um jesus i mean judas uh coming to betray with the romans like he's planning it then right after that we did the supper and then the last one we did it in the garden where they where they're all praying yeah that was fire. Oh, bro. I remember
2: what I was going to say now. The only rule that anyone has ever listened to me when it comes to the skits is one year when I said, you know what, guys, if we do any more like thug ghetto gangster skits, they're automatically not going to win because I'm so tired of those. They're not funny. Yeah. And uh, yeah, everyone listen to that. Everyone man. listen, man. Because what, what was it? 2018 when we were looking through the video and every single skit had a robbery or a shootout or like they were we were doing it, like every every skit had cholos or gangsters every yeah. sk- <laughs> and, and it was like pirates and star wars and Job,
1: and it was like where are you getting this from
0: <laughs> oh
1: man i can imagine I can if imagine josh that. saw these he would have been even more mad if he lost to those
2: <laughs> I, No, i think joshua joshua would make the most gangster skit of them all <laughs>
1: Yo, Judas, give me your money.
0: <laughs> oh man. I thought that I thought the skits were were a nice touch. Like I've been at a few different summer camps and it's all it's been all about competition and like this was a good competition to have, but like this was this was nice because like everything wasn't competition. Like I really enjoyed also the other activities like with the wood shop, the cooking. And like, yes, some competition is good, but like sometimes people get really competitive and like, like they don't even like members of the other teams by the end of the week because like they're just competing all week against them. So this was a a really good way um, to, yes, have that, have that, um, you know, competition involved, but also get people out of their comfort zones and have everybody on the team involved in the skits as well. So I, I really enjoyed that part. Yeah even though yellow got robbed on all three (laughs) so (laughs) all all, three i don't know about that
2: If i can share like the heart over like so you know the cooking class the crafts Mm -hmm. and all that so cooking and woodshop specifically it's um hey you don't know how to use a drill or a screwdriver yep we're gonna go ahead and teach you how to do that that's cool because that's a valuable skill to have Uh, a few years ago um whenever i had my ford focus they changed the oil on it like 10 times and then the car got problems because <laughs> of how many times we changed it. But, you know, it, it was for the Lord. So it was yeah. fine. Um, but and cooking, you know, a lot of these kids don't know how to make anything other than a bowl of cereal mm-hmm. or some uh, instant ramen. Yeah. So, again, it's just, uh oh, we want to sh- teach you some skills that, you know, yes, they're not necessary. They don't necessarily have to do with church or like, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's valuable in life that you know how to bake something simple, that you know how to use some um, some tools, whether it's wood shop or whether it's changing the tire or oil on a car and stuff like that. And then the crafts, you know, it's just we, we love allowing them to express their creativity
1: and all that. Um, you got something to say, Joshua? No, I just keep laughing because I wanted to ask Josh's. Josh, what did you think of mine, Gio, and Carlos's intro video for the camp? Oh, <laughs>
0: it was... It was uh, I was dying laughing back there. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah.
1: Bro, we, we did that, that video so fast, bro. Like, there was only, like, a couple things that took a lot of take. And it was just because we kept laughing at how <laughs> dumb we were being. But, honestly, it was really well-received. Yeah. I think this yeah, is yeah, our yeah, most yeah. well-received one. So, uh,
2: this is the funny thing. The kid's first impression of me is that video where I am just like an idiot <laughs> and then all, 360 and then all throughout the camp I'm like serious keeping order making sure everyone's paying attention and all that and then after camp they meet me again and I'm that same idiot from the video <laughs> and they're just so confused as to who I am I'm like, who is this guy I don't expect I don't know what to expect from you anymore cuz yeah. I, I we whenever we um saw some of the kids from uh pozo which is one of the church that went yeah and you know that i went and like i started joking around with them and they're just staring at me like
1: unsure if they can joke back and yeah <laughs> <laughs> the dad took richie home yeah and uh his mom was talking uh richie is one of the students from pozo and his mom was talking i was like oh you guys are wild you made my son so crazy and stuff and then uh richie was like Nah, it's not. It's not just them. It's Gio too. It's G <laughs> too. I promise. But Geo's like a weird, wild. Like he only brings <laughs> it out like a random time. <laughs> <That's laughs> uh, it was just uh, bad.
2: But yeah. So. <laughs> so yeah. So that that's also a, a fun thing to do. But all right, I want to bring up a thing that's oh, yeah? super fun the obstacle course. Yes. Oh, I completely forgot. Dude, man. it is the I my it is my favorite part of the camp. Mm-hmm. Even though some of us uh do it fairly and others of us <laughs> cheat. Yeah.
1: <But> <coughs> <coughs> Shout out team 2. No, yes, sir. No, <laughs>
0: team 1 all the way. I just went I went through the the wrong sided tire apparently. But, hey, hey Josh, Josh. We
1: watched the video. Me and Gio watched a couple of the videos of the obstacle course y'all had one person go under the logs instead of over there yeah yeah
2: so y'all so y'all had one person go under the logs also you weren't the only one to do that y'all were just going through whatever well <laughs> oh, I, I i will give you all this though uh, people from our team also <laughs> went through the wrong time <laughs> oh but on. but i did it fairly yeah i did it fairly yeah.
1: <laughs> there was one clip one time it was like the shortest clip and we was recording like super close to you and you were wearing your rev shirt and you were like Man, if only I had a red card, I would start giving it to all these. <laughs> <teams>.
2: <laughs> um, real quick, Josh, was there anyone from City that you saw do the obstacle course that just completely blew your mind cuz you did not expect them like on any of those sections to right. Just shine? So,
0: the only two from my church that I saw do it were Layla and Olivia because they're on my team. Okay. Um, but Layla, like she kept up with all of them. Like she's the smallest little 6th grade girl that that you'll ever meet, but she was like I mean, she was keeping up with everybody on like the the sawing of the log, and yeah. um, like she was um, not far behind. Like she wasn't like behind at all on like the swimming parts or anything like that. She was she's a trooper, and yeah, shout out to Layla, yeah, and Olivia. Like she killed it too.
2: I mean, it was it's an intense course. It's mm-hmm. like uh, you cannot make it if you're not working together as a team. Yep. Um, it takes discipline. It takes a, you have to be calm. Like if you freak out, you're gonna fall behind.
1: I don't uh, think there's any way that you can finish that course in under twenty minutes. I, I think
2: they've said that uh, the quickest anyone has done it was like, probably like
0: eighteen or wow. fifteen. Well, yeah, I mean yeah. that's we, still. Uh, both <laughs> of our teams did it in twenty one. So yeah, it was close,
2: dude. That so that's the thing. So all the kids did it, but then uh, when that, someone said like, "Are the leaders gonna do it?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure. Why not?" And then I was like, "All right, I'm trying to figure out how to give the kids their like time and this," but then it occurred to me like. They're probably gonna want gonna watch this. So I just call over the radio, and I was like, hey, everyone to the obstacle course
1: right yeah, now. That was epic. The leaders are doing it. It was epic. And uh dude, dude, that that was crazy seeing all the kids, bro, all of them, yo go, 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 <laughs> go, screaming the comb-
2: everybody's name. It was even better, the fact that both of the leader teams were just neck and neck the entire time. Seriously. Uh it and uh so <laughs> let's talk about the water part with uh me and you, Joshua. <laughs> so when, oh, man. when we get there uh, me and this other guy luis one of the leaders yeah. we were helping out these two girls valeria and franjuli the mm-hmm. whole time like we were making <laughs> sure they were getting over the logs getting through the swimming part and all that like we were taking care of them we got over the last log to the net we just had to go under me and luis just
1: got tunnel vision for winning <laughs> And we just left. Yeah, we, they dipped. And the last couple people were Valeria, Franjuli, and Annalie, who was uh, the group leader for blue team. Yeah. And Franjuli and uh, Valeria, they were they were the volunteers. But I saw Annalie first because I was like, "Nah, that's my partner. I gotta save her." And she's she's the last one. So I see Valeria's hand; she's like drowning already. I see her hand like reach up. I just hear, <laughs> and I reach out so far. And I'm holding the net and I pull as hard as I can, like the hardest I've ever pulled. And I basically like throw her out the water. She yeah. grabs the net and starts running. I'm like, all right, go, go. I see Fran Julie. I do the same thing. She's drowning too. I grab her and pull her so hard. And I'm like, Natalie, get over here. Get over here. She's on the last log. I go and I just pull her over the log and I start swimming where I'm on back and I pull her to the, the net. And I'm like, go, go, go. And I make all of them go first. Everyone gets out of the water before me, and I dip past everyone. I, <laughs> I, Gio was the first one to go through the log, I think, and I go mm. up right behind him. I just dive through <laughs> it. I didn't even, like, crawl. I just jumped. I was like, whoom, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Dude,
2: it was crazy. Yeah. Oh, one of the things that happened with the students, it was green team. So At the beginning, the, the, um, the director who's running the obstacle course, he asked, does anyone not know how to swim so I can give you a life jacket? <laughs> yep. No one says anything. And one of the students, Donna, she jumps into the the deep part with the logs, first one to jump in, gets in there, and she's not moving. She's floating, like her head's above water, but she's not moving. And everyone's just jumping in, and I'm just, like, looking at her, and I'm like, Donna, can you swim? She goes, no. And I'm like, oh, my, someone grab her. And, uh... <laughs> then uh i'm like why did you do that <laughs> she was like i don't know i didn't think it would be that deep <laughs> so then but it, it's funny because you know they go they grab her then she's walking around in the water screaming i'm drowning i can't breathe get me out of here and i'm like dana you were drowning but now you're talking to me so you're perfectly fine you can breathe just yeah. get through it and then you can yell at me afterwards but mm-hmm. uh, i was just Man, Donna hated you bro <laughs> no no but it had nothing to do with that donna hated me because we pranked her with the apple watch. <laughs> the apple watch she, yeah she, you know she was she was mad about that until like the last day like yeah. before she left she would not give me she would not say <laughs> bye to me like she would not give me a hug oh, because yeah. of that and she, then like she was right to me too. right before she had to get in the car she was like
1: Okay, bye. She, she like, gave me a side hug. She, like, joked around with me every day. But then every now and then she just, like, switch up her attitude and be like, I'm still mad at you because of the Apple Watch. (laughs) (laughs) Just walk away
2: from me. Oh, man. That that was hilarious. But, yeah. So, luckily, you know, no kids were harmed. After that, we were very clear. And we're like, if anyone (laughs) doesn't know how to swim, first of all, life jacket. Mm -hmm. Second of all, you better not be the first one to jump in there. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's awesome.
0: All right. Well, we're we're running out of time here, but l- last thing I want to ask both y'all is favorite moment uh, at camp. Mm. Cool. It could be the it could be obstacle course. It could be one of the moments oh, for.
1: It's a long episode. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I think
2: uh, my favorite moment it it was on the second day. Um, I just remember um, I was praying over some kids, and uh, I just felt uh, you know i mean i'm pretty sure it was the holy spirit i just felt like hey go ask go ask her if she wants to accept jesus and it was like for a while i was like "Mm, i mean she goes to a church you know probably does it was like just go ask her go ask her go ask her and finally i'm just like hey do you want to accept jesus she just breaks down saying yes and so we pray over her yeah. and then I, I, that just gives me like this encouragement. So I get on stage and I'm like, hey, someone over here accepted Jesus. Does anyone else want to? And I, I just, oh man, my my heart just doesn't break, but it was just so moved when I saw Franklin's hand just shoot up into yeah. the air. Yep. And then another hand shoots up into the air and I'm like, okay, I can't get everyone. The leaders can't get everyone. So then students start just, going over and praying with these people. Um, and then every night after that, you know, we asked it. And every night after that, someone came to Christ. Yep. And every time someone came to Christ, the students, everyone just surrounded them to love on them and pray with them and celebrate with them. Uh, that
1: was probably my favorite part of yep. camp. Yeah, um, I was going to say I mean, I I said Franklin at the same time as you did because I was going to say the same thing that night was just incredible. That was the same night that... um. I was leading with Sean, and um, Sean started singing The Pride of a Father as soon as, like, we were doing all of that, and, bro, like, everything in that moment, everything was just so beautiful. I was like, God, you are moving, and I don't want to leave. Please yeah. don't let me leave. Yeah. yeah, And it was long. We were there for, like, almost two hours just worshiping and mm-hmm. praying. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, it was great. Uh favorite moment for me was, like, on, like, the piggyback off of that, where... Mm. Um, we had a few students accept Jesus and we had those moments. But then we were like, we were wrapping up, we were done. We were walking back to the cabin and like I was walking with a group of students because students couldn't walk without a leader back to the cabins. And so I'm walking and there's a, there's a student who found me was telling me, he's like, yeah, dude, I was, I was crying during that worship service. And I told him like, do you think the Lord's trying to tell you something? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, do you want to receive Christ right now? And keep in mind, we're just walking through a field, like it's just pitch dark. We're just trying to walk to our to our cabin, and he's like, "Yeah, I think so." And so, like, I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, wait, guys!" And so, like, yell at the group of, around me to stop. I'm like, "Guys, this guy right right here, like, he wants to accept Jesus right now." And so, right there in the pitch dark middle of that field, like, as we're walking back to the cabin, like, he accepted Jesus, and it was it was beautiful. Like, the, it you know, no music around, no emotional thing. Like, he was already out of it. Like every, all, everybody else was like focused on getting back to the cabin, but like God wasn't done moving. So that was, that was really beautiful. Yeah.
2: I mean, I, I think just every night of uh, that night, it was the first night. So it's clear in my mind, but every night after that, um, you know, the, the Lord moved differently every night mm. and it was just beautiful. I mean, uh, uh, I guess if I could say every night from the first night when, uh, the first night session with Marcus to the last night session with Mauricio, if I could cheat and say those were all it, those were all it. Yeah. Um, but if I had to just choose one moment, it would be that initial, like, Hey man, just ask. Mm, Cause yeah. you never, that's a, uh, for everyone listening, you know, if you ever don't know about how to evangelize, how to share with someone, sometimes it's as simple as just asking, yeah. Hey, do you want to know? Hey, do you want to accept Christ? Because uh, I think a lot of people do want to. They just don't know how to say it. Mm-hmm. So they, some people just need to be asked. So all they need to say is yes. Yeah. Um.
1: But yeah, that's definitely my favorite moment. I'm gonna say this as a joke. My favorite moment was when Gio played "You Know Me" on the last. Day. Oh, dude. Okay, so that was a
2: that was one last fire, but that was that made <laughs> me laugh. I messed up a lot. Keep in mind I had been out of I haven't I hadn't played keyboard all week. Yeah. Um we Sean. We hadn't I haven't played that song in like well, how many years? Four, three years, four, yeah. five years. Um and then Sean, I wasn't expecting to play. Sean uh lets us know, like, hey, I thought it was ending Thursday morning. Yeah. So I have something lined up for work. I'm gonna have to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was probably the worst session I've ever played. <laughs> in my whole time playing keyboard um, and then the, your dad goes I want you know me and I want just keyboard and I'm like ooh alright and uh yeah no it was bad but I, I, I've talked <laughs> to some people that don't know about music yeah. and they were like I
1: just thought you were playing some interesting chords it sounded perfectly <laughs> fine to me and I'm yeah, like I, like I remember like I don't I don't remember anyone like actually re- reacting but when I heard you play that one chord bro, <laughs> you know much what I am talking about I was like Least, i was like no way i just played that
2: at least you only heard one because i've messed up no no no! I, I heard all of them oh, but okay.
1: that one where it was like completely silent Bro. and, Dude. We used and just like it,
2: here's the thing so what makes it worse is when i mess up i don't freak out i laugh because i think it's funny <laughs> you and, uh, and your mom yeah and i mess up more and your mom gets so mad at me because she'll look at the live streams like at church on sunday and she'll just see I, i'm laughing and she gets. she, gets, she goes freaking geo he's over there messing up and he doesn't even try to play it off cool he makes it so obvious because he starts laughing <laughs> so through that whole thing well i'm playing and like you know god's gonna do what god's gonna do so even with bad music they're out there um being moved by the spirit all while i'm over there playing terribly and just laughing to myself
0: <laughs>
1: Uh oh, that's and, awesome. Yeah. I think I think we should end it there, man. We'll, yeah, we'll I think that's a great place <laughs> yeah. <quest> to end. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: Listener, thank you so much for joining us today. Um if you want to hear more about camp, you can find me, Joshua or Gio and or any of the other leaders that that went to camp and just ask us about it. We'd love to tell you more and love to tell you how you can get involved for 2024. So, uh guys, thank you so much for coming on the podcast with me and um we're we're excited about the future of of uh, my definitely my youth group and, and our youth groups going forward yes sir thank you for having us we'll have to
2: do another podcast for la tribu city church merger right yes definitely. yeah and
1: hey maybe the next one's on on the off the altar podcast yes Ooh. for sure all right is it yes all right. all right we love y'all see ya <laughs>